You are listening to Give Grief a Chance, and I'm your host and advanced grief recovery specialist, Diane Morgan. And these podcasts are all about bringing grief awareness out into the world, because even today, my friends, grief is hidden and it's tucked away. So come along and join me on this journey. Let's start to bring grief out into the open and maybe you'll be brave enough to give your grief a voice. This is episode number 36. Hello to all of my lovely podcast listeners. I hope that this past week has been kind and gentle to you all. And I so appreciate you taking the time to listen to these podcasts. So just a reminder to anyone who might be struggling with loss, please reach out and book a free 30-minute chat with me. Just go and head over to my website and send me an email. And I'll give you all the details at the end of this episode. Today, I'll be talking about climate change and grief. Now, grief takes many forms and it differs greatly between individuals and cultures. But grief is the normal and natural reaction to any significant loss. And lately, I've been talking to a lot of people about climate change and ecological grief. Now, most of us are accustomed to thinking of grief as something that only occurs after a loved one dies. However, the problem with this is that we tend not to acknowledge our feelings of grief when we lose something other than a loved one. And so grief is rarely considered something that we do in relation to losses in the natural world. More recently though, Many climate scientists and ecologists have started to express their feelings of grief and distress in response to climate change and environmental damage. Even household names like David Attenborough also warn us of the irreversible damage to the natural world. And today, many conservationists are concerned with human interaction, which of course is causing some species to become extinct. And each time a species goes extinct, the world unravels a bit and the consequences are profound. And not just in those places and for those species, but for all of us. I mean, look at the increasing demand for water. The dumping and accumulation of various pollutants make aquatic ecosystems some of the most threatened on the planet. And therefore, so many fish species are already on the verge of extinction. Some plant forms are slowly dying as warming temperatures are causing quick and dramatic changes in plants around the world. And that's bad news for all species, which depends on those plants for food, shelter and survival. And deforestation and urbanisation combined create two main reasons why plants and animals become extinct. Because the habitat loss, 
leaves plants and animals homeless and that makes it harder for a species to survive. Scientists have said that what's happening in the world today is truly different than the natural process that led some species to go extinct in the past. This climate change that we're experiencing is completely 100% human caused. So therefore, it's 100% human solvable. Now, when I spoke with some young people about climate change, they said that they worry about their futures and living in a hotter planet due to increased greenhouse emissions and global warming. They feel helpless and scared about the future of the planet and that stress and worry is taking its toll on their mental health. And with that, we're seeing a rise in something that's known as climate or ecological grief and which can bring a wide range of feelings like frustration, anxiety, hopelessness, anger, overwhelm, stress and despair. These feelings are especially affecting young people who are increasingly losing hope for their future. This ecological grief has been described as anticipatory grief and that means it's the grief that's felt in anticipation. It's the pain and sadness or suffering that people identify as experiencing the loss of ecosystems, species and land. It's the environment which we live in, which we need for our health and well-being and our cultural identities and not forgetting our overall mental health. Now, Alison, who is 32, told me that she and her husband have decided not to have children because they worry about how different the world might be for the next generation. She said the anxiety that we feel around climate change has really made that decision for us, but we're okay with that. In fact, it's a relief because we feel that it's eased our state of mind. Now, Alison went on to say, I let go of my corporate job because I saw them destroying the environment and I knew that what they were doing was wrong. Plus, it was causing me mental anguish and I felt anxious and depressed. I felt alone and isolated and had to do something to help myself. So I took action. I reached out, started talking about my sadness and boy has this helped me to move on. I feel so much better. In fact, we've even started a program which involves group discussion and that's helped so many of us to face our worries about climate change. It's been great because I know that I'm not alone with these feelings. And if we're feeling these emotions, or if we know others that are, then it's so helpful to talk about them. And that's key, because it's about finding ways to talk about what we are experiencing in a safe and non-judgmental context. And be open to listening, because all too often when anxiety or fear comes up, we want to push it away and move into solutions. Grievers are not broken and so therefore they do not need to be fixed. 
So there's no right or wrong way to grieve. It's easy to generalize about how people should feel about a particular loss. But when you do that, then it makes it difficult to notice how you are truly feeling. The grieving experience is different for all of us. So what's important to remember about any type of grief is that it's the natural human response to loss. It's our relationship and our connection to something beyond ourselves. Feeling climate grief means caring about the ecosystem and species, including humans who will be hurt or lost in all of this environmental mess. And the Grief Recovery Programme offers direction in how to deal with your relationship to our planet, its inhabitants and how they're being impacted as a result of climate change. It's a step-by-step approach to saying goodbye to what has been lost so that you can better face a future that is perhaps a little different from the one you expected. It offers you the opportunity to take emotional care of yourself and your loved ones. Okay, you lovely people, that is it for this week's podcast. And I hope that you enjoyed it and that it was helpful for you. And if you'd like to find out more about the Grief Recovery Program, or if you'd like to share your story of loss, And if you have any questions or topics that you'd like me to cover, and you can also book a 30-minute free chat with me, then please visit my website, www.givegriefachance.com. Drop me an email, and now you can share your story via voice message, and I'll be happy to play it on the podcast. If you're unsure about grieving, or if you'd like to know a little bit more about grief, there's a free questionnaire that you can fill out and a free ebook for you to read, which offers 61 tips on the experience of grief and how to help people through it. So go check it out. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate it, like it and share it. And if you feel like it, come and give your grief a voice. Join me on Instagram at give underscore grief underscore a underscore voice. Share your loss with a picture and a short story. Let's connect to help others know that they are not alone. And I wish each and every one of you a wonderful week.